Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro-batch bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit OldRaleighDistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. We'll be back next week. Until then, enjoy one of our favorite episodes. Look at people around town, businesses, realtors, anyone who puts their photo on their business card. No one uses a current photo. Everybody uses their favorite photo from about five years ago. Well, it depends on the person. Some people have the mindset you just said, like, oh, we all do it. And then I feel like I'm on the other camp where, like, if you have started this on a lie. I was going to see you when I got here. Did you think you were just going to be so charismatic that when I got here, I wouldn't care that you don't look like that anymore? You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. Our MO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. I've got a stat that may shock you, especially given what a cool city we live in and how many people are moving here daily. Raleigh is the ninth worst place to move if you want to fall in love. Yep, ninth worst. That stat, along with Tinder hitting 10 years old, got us talking. With me today to chat about our April feature on all things dating and relationships is Editor-in-Chief Melissa Housem. Melissa? Thanks. This was a fun one. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. Look, I'm single, and so I felt totally validated by that stat. And <laughs> I will say that it was for large metros, where the ninth worst large metro, because they had middle, middle metros and small metros, too. So there are other ninth worst ones. But for also thought it was fun that we were a large metro. Like, we made it. But I digress. Um, it was super fun to dig into this. I think this is going to be a fun show, for sure, because obviously we have a bunch of different perspectives. Um, so whether you're single and looking to mingle, happily married, divorced, or somewhere in between, I think you're going to have fun hanging with us today. Oh, absolutely. We've been talking about this feature since learning Tinder was 10 last fall, which is just staggering to think that online dating's been around that long. We've spent months thinking about how to do it, how to make it digestible and smart and relevant, because you're right. Not everybody's married. I mean, some people are married. Not everybody's single. (laughs) Right. Both, yes. And and not everybody is into online dating, and a lot of us would be scared of it. And especially yeah. if you read this, you might stay where you are. Well, yeah, 100%. I, you know, obviously it's called Swipe Life, and so at first glance, you might think it's all about online dating, but it's not. And I, it's about the dating scene in general, but obviously the hook was Tinder turning 10 and that abysmal stat you just gave, but... 
I love this issue has only been out for a couple days now and the buzz and the feedback on this feature is insane. Crazy. I walked into poker Thursday night to play. I play with a women's group. We play at Behringer Construction and Brian Didiano went, oh my God, we had the most fun. Magazine arrived in the mail today. He said, I gave him the definition and made him give me the word. He played basically a vocabulary quiz with oh, his yeah. team using the modern dating dictionary. Which, which we're going to do. Which I think episode. I know what two of those words mean maybe three that's about it but it was so fun that that they you know they're some of them were married single dating whatever but they had so much fun learning something new yeah I love that I mean with in the same day I think this is all Thursday or Friday so in the same day or two we got feedback from several people and mostly men a huge like range of ages and backgrounds um, and so from you know Didiano pulling it out at work <laughs> to like a friend of the magazines like his car broke down and he's sitting there reading the magazine cover to cover <laughs> and you know love the feature and it means a lot to to me, like for us to have done this in a way that really spoke to men and women, and you know, yeah. single and betrothed or whatever. Yeah. So, but yeah, we we definitely provided like a lot of different aspects to dating. So you have to grab the issue, but one of the things that we looked at was a bunch of dating stories from locals. <laughs> oh my god! Well, and and I I was on television talking about this, and I I shared with Bill, um, who's done a little bit of online dating himself, Bill Young on CBS Seventeen, and and I said, now there are some success stories that end happily ever after them getting married, and then there's some that the first date ends with somebody being blocked. Yeah, <laughs> blocked. <laughs> so I'm like, so funny. how do you get blocked after a first date? Clearly. There's some yeah, craziness. So out literally there. spent a decade amassing my own stories and hearing my friends, some of whom are happily married now, um, some of whom are the blockers. I was trying to figure out how to do this and include as many as possible and also keep people engaged. And I think the way that we ended up delivering it was super fun. We basically just gave each person like a moniker, mm -hmm. like hookup turned hubby or whatever. Or <laughs> and then slight get, risk. Yeah. And then you get one sentence, just one. And then we had where they matched, how they met, and then their status. So blocked or married or whatever. Um, and so I think they're really fun. I don't want to ruin them for anyone, but I think that they're fun to just read these little nuggets. But there is some good information in here that if you are in that world and wanted, don't want to do online dating – we talked with a relationship coach, or you did, about mm -hmm. dating tips online and offline and how to do it successfully. Yeah, that was really cool. So I love these things just happen for us by chance. It feels like it's all very serendipitous. Like yes. um, right now we're working on a tipping story, and then all of a sudden everybody's talking about tipping like on Jimmy Kimmel or whatever, and we love to make these pop culture references. But in this case, this woman, this local relationship expert, Elizabeth Overstreet, had emailed me about something else um, back in December. And at that point, I already knew that we were doing this. And so anyway, she's been featured on the New York Times, ABC, CBS, NBC, among others. She's an author, speaker, coach. I love chatting with her about not just tips for how to be successful on apps and, you know, maybe how to make your profile more <laughs> covetable I guess um, but also <laughs> but also just um, what I liked about her is that her MO is that she wants to help people keep things real and so you know it wasn't just these like fluffy pieces of advice it was more like in line with our voice and our MO of just like I think keeping things real and she talked about how to have more satisfying relationships but she helped deliver those tips in like a really fun way like tips for app success tips for meeting people in real life which was important to us 
uh, to talk about that because Gina's a big advocate of meeting in real life. I am. I- I've never done online dating. So I can't imagine. It just feels, and it's funny, I am the least trusting person in the whole world. I think it comes from my days in journalism. It's like, you tell me something, I'm like, really? And I probably ask you the same question three different ways, just to make sure you're telling the truth. It's a character flaw, but I do. So I, you know, when I joked about the word that I didn't know what kittenfish meant, and I said to Bill on the air, and I, he goes, I don't know what that is. And I said, well, it's the little white lies. And he goes, Oh, like people lie on the internet. He goes, of course everybody's lying. Yeah. You make the assumption. I would make the assumption that half of what I read wasn't true. So I'm going to – well, it's in my letter, so it's not that personal anymore. But um, <laughs> I once got catfished by a married woman in South Carolina. Yeah. I just see the faces in the room. That's, That's enough I wish you guys reason not to want to be online dating yeah. right there. I'd have been done. So this actually was like – I mean, I think Tinder was definitely out, but it wasn't on Tinder. It was like one of the other ones like Match when those were still more relevant. Sorry, Match. So it was a situation where, and I won't, I refuse to do this now, where like they wanted to text to get to know. And uh, it didn't go on that long, but a couple weeks. And um, the first date got canceled because, quote, his grandmother or something died. And then I think what really threw a wrench in this is that I had to cancel the second date. And so then that made it harder for me to know, you know, so. But see, that's the part that confuses me because... I know I met a couple the other day who met during COVID online. They spent basically two months texting and getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. They're married now. Happily married. It was great. It was all good. And so in some ways you feel like, you know, that whole texting part, you kind of get to know someone before the whole physical part of seeing them and going. Yeah, I'm really on the fence. I mean, having been through that, too. And I have to tell you, it's funny how this ended up coming out. I was suspicious, um, but you just wonder if you're cynical, you know. So I was suspicious. I called him out for catfishing me. He got really defensive. And my friends thought that I was just self-sabotaging. And I was like, yeah, but doth protest too much. Like, why did you get so mad? But I stayed the course. And long story short, we were supposed to meet at Patio Beers on Fayetteville Street, so I'm aging the story a little bit. And um, I knew he wasn't going to show up. I had my best friend go with me, and he didn't. And then the next day, he texts me and accused me of not showing up. And so this is – I just sort of came up with this, but I was like, send me a picture of yourself right now next to a clock if you are who you say you are. And he did it, and he goes to me. That was fine. And then about a couple weeks later, I had a dog sitter – who use Snapchat and I didn't use Snapchat, but I downloaded it so I can get videos of my dog and it fished my phone for contacts and that contact was still in my phone. And then it came up and populated an account, which my friends decided to take a deep dive into. So they paid the dollar and became, you know, detectives <laughs> within like five wow. minutes knew this person's identity. See, this is all the reason that I would, I, know. I could never do this. So it's really hard because since then you kind of walk the line between so, well, first of all, one thing is, that's my easiest example for a catfish. Catfish is literally you're not who you say you are, right? He right. was supposed to be a single dad from Carrie who was super attractive and smart and ended up being a married woman in South Carolina. That was pretty devastating, <laughs> right? But kittenfish would be like if he was the single dad in Carrie, but maybe he did, his pictures were older right. or like he he wasn't I'm as tall sorry. as he said or whatever. Who? That's the whole thing. It's like, I, look at people around town, businesses, realtors, anyone who puts their photo on their business card. No one uses a current photo. Everybody uses the, their favorite photo from about five years ago. Well, yeah. That, we don't get do, away with that but, because of... Right. They do, but um, I... Well, it's getting harder for me to date online with our, our jobs, <laughs> but 
Um, the apps are not friendly, but um, it depends on the person. Some people have the mindset you just said, like, oh, we all do it. And then I feel like I'm on the other camp where, like, if you have you've started this on a lie, like you couldn't even be. I was going to see you when I got here. Did you think you were just going to be so charismatic that when I got here, I wouldn't care that you don't look like that anymore or you you aren't X, Y, Z anymore? Um, and so to me, it just feels disingenuous. Right. And you that should have given sense. me a chance to like you for who you are. Right. And so I try really hard to make sure all my pictures are taken within the last year. And like I update my profile and stuff. But now when people ask me what I do, even if I just say editor, you can Google Melissa and editor and we're done here. Like, yeah. and so I went on a date last summer with somebody that had listened to all at that time, 30 episodes <sighs> of the podcast. And it felt really, you could say that that was somebody being interested, but as we're doing right now, we tell a lot of personal details in each episode over time. There's that up to a lot, you know, like they're just a little right. bit in each episode. But I think but. you have to make the assumption. And I, we're going to talk about this a little later on another episode, but once you do what we do, we put ourselves out there. We choose to mm-hmm. do this. This, like, this is vulnerable. This <laughs> it is, and this is who we are. And we and and we let a lot of people in. And you have to assume, if I were going out with somebody on a blind date, I'd Google them. There, so right. I don't feel like that makes him a creep. No, no, for no. Doing that. that didn't make him a creep. It's just it's a disadvantage for me, right? Because sure. if I know his name is John, for example, and I Google John Raleigh, what the hell am I going to get? Right. You know, sales. Let's say it was that. And you Google Melissa Editor Raleigh, it's yeah. my life's work, you know? Yeah. And so I think- That's th- true. You're which please don't go do that. Now we're just going to go Google that. No, no, yeah. don't, do that. don't do that. Done. Um, but um, it's just a f- it's an unfair disadvantage to be at when I'm going on what is a- A local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor, and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. For more event details and other Village District happenings, you can follow Village District on Instagram at shopvillagedistrict, visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com, or sign up to receive text by texting the word VILLAGE to 919-701-0202. Campbell University School of Law offers a wholly online or in-person two-semester patent law certificate program designed for technology executives, engineers, paralegals, and more. The deadline to apply for the patent law certificate program is August 1st, Learn more and apply at law.campbell.edu. Essentially a blind date, and they're coming armed with all this knowledge of me. So Why do you think, I think I'm really, we meet, and I know a lot of it has to do, if you sit in a cubicle or you're at home, you're working remotely, and you don't get out in the public very often, you can see how meeting new people is hard. Mm -hmm. We do that practically for a living. Yeah. I mean, no matter where we are, what we're doing, what story we're telling, we're meeting new people every day. I'm really shocked that Raleigh ranks so high as the worst place to fall in love. I, I don't really quite get it because I do feel like you have an opportunity to meet lots of people. It's a very social community. We have a lot to do here, even if it's not, even if drinking and bars aren't your thing. There's a lot of sports here. There's, a, you know, a lot of things to do. Yeah, I actually the metrics for it 
are what surprised me the most. So I'm glad that you brought that up. It was gender balance of single adults, which actually that's fair. There's so many more single women than men here. Mm. But then divorce rate, food and entertainment businesses per capita and more things like that. So I I think if I had to guess why Raleigh ranked this, it was probably the gender balance because women to men. Yeah, I think there's so many more single women. Um yeah, I think it's really interesting that all of the top large metros were all in California. So I don't know. Maybe people are just happier in the sun. I don't know. This is ridiculous. but um, It's it's still a fun conversation. But I have to say, we have to talk about some of these terms. Oh, yeah. So, well, hold on. I got to tell you one more thing before we do that. So, my experience, you know, which is not just my experience, and that's why I wanted to talk about this. There was a viral hashtag around the time that Spotify Wrapped came out, which is where, you know, if you're not familiar with it, it takes like analytics of your year of listening and stalks you and then tells you what your favorite songs were and everybody loves it so it's like kind of already a joke like you know let's use analytics to make you happy after that dating wrapped became a viral hashtag where people were sharing their experiences with the dating apps and if you go down the wormhole on this hashtag it's kind of funny because what you see is that it is a universal experience and everybody's suddenly sharing all these cringe encounters that they had you know with like the app they met on or the money they spent or where they went or their horror stories or the number of cries. Like people would hold up signs like very love actually, like this many cries, this many blocks, this many kiss, kiss captures. Um, so anyway, they were pretty funny. There was a, a viral post that said, I'd rather buy my father lingerie than get back on Facebook dating. <laughs> <laughs> I never actually used Facebook dating because my account. So basically Facebook added a dating component where you could date friends of friends and like if I don't even actually know how it works because it never populated on my Facebook account. I don't really use Facebook anyway, but um, I still have an account and I don't know why I never got it. Like I actually was like, what the hell? Like I don't even get to see if I hate this. Like it doesn't even <laughs> exist for me. But it was on all my friends accounts. And none of them used it. So I don't know. Worth the dive or the doom scroll yeah. to see. Um, and then before we move on to the modern dating dictionary, and we're going to have Cece come on and play with us, I have to say, one of the things we did in this feature was profile faux pas. So <laughs> if you have ever seen profiles, then you know, like, um, you know, gym selfies, naked pictures somewhat, not fully, obviously, but one or no photos, you know, all the things. But one of the big ones that everybody knows is fish pics. And Tinder literally banned them uh, last week or this week. I don't get this. So it's this super cringe dating trend that women have never understood. Do you want to come talk to us now? (laughs) Cece, come talk about fish pics with us. So, um, yeah, I thought it was an April Fool's joke that it was banned, but I looked at it. Honestly, it was like it should have happened many, many yes. years ago. Yes, ten, 10 years ago. Well, it's just uh, there's literally none. It's just something about a white man that really loves to show off this fish that he caught. He's Is on it? a boat. There's okay, so we're a not, fish and he's just holding they're up the always fish. This so I'm not yeah. going to get inappropriate here. So let's not cross it, that yeah, line. No, I think but it, is it yeah. like what? Women used to say about men who drive big I think trucks versus cars. small trucks. Right. Versus, yeah. Okay. yeah, I so think maybe. Be, I think they think it's a metaphor. I don't know. Yeah. At first, I thought it was just like, why does everybody really like to fish like that? I didn't know everybody <laughs> was such a fisherman. <laughs> I and then I was like, maybe there's something that I'm missing here. Yeah. I don't really know. I literally sweat. If I see a fish, I swipe left. I don't even care. No. It could be Brad Pitt. And I'm like, left. Right. Mm, it's so. just like, <laughs> and, if the, and the thing is, if they really do like to fish, then that's a whole different thing. Well, true. Because then it's like, well, am I okay with that? You know? Yeah. It's those poor guys that actually like to fish have been so demonized now. Yeah, they have. (laughs) 
Yeah. Who knew? I mean, this is when I know I'm totally at a loss of not knowing any of this stuff. And yeah. and literally only two or three of these words had I ever heard and only one or two I ever knew. Yeah, so, so I'm actually very nervous about this. I didn't study. I haven't been <laughs> on dating apps in quite some time. I love being alone, personally. Okay. I love being alone. So oh, I have just I'm like, getting there. I, <laughs> I have not like had a need so i'm really curious as you to whether look. or not i'll actually be able to answer i don't know what i know but you can't read the okay so look i'm gonna quiz them on the modern dating dictionary so we've already i'm gonna give you some softballs too okay we've okay. already done you know catfish and kittenfish so you don't get to answer those uh, yeah but which I'm makes gonna, sense when you said kittenfish at first i was like what and then you said catfish i was like oh, okay it's clicking no, it's, it, like, it's a scale it's a gradient exactly i love Got that it. and i love that came up with a term with it because kitten fishing is everyone pretty yeah, much yeah pretty but, much okay so ghosting ladies well, don't you just disappear? Back, right? Yeah, see, that's okay. You turn into that's a guest. one of the two I know. Okay, so breadcrumbing. Are you familiar? Um, I mean, I would assume it's like you give little little details of You're something. Dropping a little, yeah, hint dropping of this. hints of something to get somebody to go along with you in some sort yeah, of way. Yeah, I don't know if it's used that way, but you're you're on the right track. It's more like if you went out with somebody and then they're stringing you along. Like, oh, so why don't we just say that they're stringing us along? Because apparently, <laughs> actually, Lauren said this, and it's funny because all these terms are like, I could just say that. Right? Yeah. But Lauren was like, this is so Gen Z. They just love to p- name everything. Like, I'm literally Zaddy Gen Z. And- <laughs> but like some <laughs> of this are. is like, let's come on, people. <laughs> okay. Um, I think, let's see. Well, situationship is one I wish we had a word for. Oh, yeah. When I was in college because I was in a lot of those. Well, it's just like, it's <laughs> you don't want to call it a relationship. You don't really know what's You don't know happening. what you are. You're in, you found exactly. yourself in a bit of a situation yeah i love that one you know before that it was we're just hanging out right that yeah. was the or you know whatever okay Which so like, what about what does that even mean? <laughs> i know exactly god this takes so much time and you what about i want to know if you know riz oh charisma bro you got riz <laughs> that's my favorite word recently i am gen z and i just proved it to you all <laughs> yes, you did. i love I riz like, i have no spent idea. the last three weeks since i heard the word for the first time talking about how much riz i have how much riz everybody <laughs> else has do you have riz you're just I think talking about because you like the word yeah, and I like what it means. So you just yeah. proved the point about Gen Z yeah. naming things. Bro, you, you can't just like tell me one. Riz is not a funny word. It oh, is. it is. And it was born on TikTok, apparently. Yeah, and now um, you're all going to be talking about whether you not have the Riz. Does Raleigh Magazine have the Riz? Uh, we uh, of course we definitely do. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Um, okay, let me see. And if you don't believe us, just ask us. We'll tell you. <laughs> what about orbiting? Orbiting? Yeah. Um, Jumping from thing to thing? I would say like trying to like no, but like hang around, like maybe not get too close, but like kind of be in the same spaces. Yeah, that's pretty close. It's like whenever somebody says they don't want to see you anymore, but they're they're staying around and the uh, they're like they're watching like your stories yes, yes. and like interacting with you on social media. Yeah, yeah. Um, cyber flashing is in the name. That sounds, I feel like. <laughs> it's got to have nudity to Yeah, I feel like it's inappropriate. It's the, it's the pee pick, yeah, for oh. sure. Uh, so this one's fun. We're not going to go through pick. them all. The, yes. <laughs> yes the Talk about naming something I didn't. The only one I do, I talked about on TV was cobwebbing. And I oh. did. And, I, and logically, do you know what that is? Do you no. know what it is? So it's throwing away your ex's, like, the things you've kept, photos. Oh, yeah, that have the cobwebs. cobwebs. But that's one yes. I feel like that was just. They named something that didn't need to be named. Yeah. But. No, I know. Yeah, just purging women. I was like, yeah, yeah just, just get rid of like that shit on fire. Yeah, the but, shit we don't need. Well, this one you should know since you're Z. So we'll stop with this one. Yeah. Cuffing. 
Oh yeah, it's like it's like handcuffs. It's like you're stuck together. You're cuffed up. Fall is typically cuffing season. Exactly. You get into exactly. a relationship just before the holidays, where actually everybody's finding their keys somewhere right about now because it's warm and they all want to go out and play <laughs> some games for the summertime. <laughs> and I love like you know of, of course Beyonce has the cuff it song. I mean yeah. it's like a whole thing now. I yeah, love that. I've got that. I'm one. so older behind the times or don't on my date, <laughs> so I don't need to know all. But this. you wrote Riz down in really big letters on I your did. paper, so you. <laughs> You know what? You've got it. You're but ready nothing, to go. We talked about this. I, I was teaching a class for Melissa at NC State the other day, and somebody asked me how to walk the balance of using cool terms in our writing yeah. and how to know when, and nothing is worse. I have, I'm a parent to teenagers. So all of a sudden, the parent has learned a few new words, and yeah. you start using them with your kids, and they're like, Mom, stop. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't talk like that. You yeah. look ridiculous. Yeah. No, my stepdad, shout out to Dean. We love him, but he's the king. And honestly, he does it pretty well most of the time, but he's the key of, like, learning learning what Riz is, and then he's like, oh, yeah, now it's a part of my vocabulary. Yeah. Oh, I went to dinner uh, at Fenton last week, and, oh, well, I won't say where because of what I'm about to say, but anyway, we went to dinner, and um, <laughs> my friend that I went to dinner with said that it was mid and i was like oh, yeah. oh and i mean it was she sounded so cool like she used to actually right it did not seem like oh, and her kids are like that. what 14 yeah 13, that's 14. what she's like yeah. oh my daughter says it all the time so right <laughs> it's right like, it came so naturally and i was like oh, you're the coolest person i know i mean but, i feel yeah. like every generation though has words that like oh, are sure. their own thing and like i've i love also using epic epic was a millennial thing from yeah. when yeah. i was a kid but i still think epic is funny yeah. and like you can go back further than that i can't personally because i haven't been alive for that long but you no, know I every generation yeah. has their own thing i started re-saying recently because it was like now some <laughs> bomb.com just yeah. because it makes me laugh so <laughs> right. hard to say stuff is that. well the problem with our generation though is we have the internet and so now it's not our lingo it's everyone's problem right right i know yeah. and it's just like filtering itself into everything i was fascinated yeah. to find out that gaslighting which is a super viral term obviously was named for a 1944 hitchcock film yeah yeah and gaslighting is like a i mean like a therapist term but also now everybody gen z can also be kind of sensitive sometimes obviously and so everybody (laughs) is gaslighting everybody about everything these days which sometimes i'm like i don't think that word means what you think it means Mm -hmm. but like yeah i I know yeah it's definitely taking on a whole new meaning yeah well um rapid fire yeah so let's keep her stay in with us yeah i will i will so fave date first date spot for drinks hmm. i like auntie betty's a lot i like the vibe Ooh. in there mm-hmm. i think it's cute it's like casual enough where like if it's going well then maybe we'll go and get some food you know i also i mean i don't really date that much but like the last couple of dates i've been on i always say i we love try that there. one yeah I think for me, if I'm meeting someone I haven't met before, I like to go to super casual places like House of Hops, like yeah. lots of people outside. I don't know. Safety first. <laughs> and I'm thinking always the opposite. So I'm thinking Atlantic Lounge. Yeah. Mm. A. I'm not going underground quiet. with you. I mean, I would go underground with quiet. you. But <laughs> it's quiet. I get to be a tiny bit impressive because I have a key. Yeah. yeah. So introduce them to a new place, right. which supposedly should show make them me how cool. much riz you have. Yeah. Yeah. My riz. Exactly. Yeah. My riz. <laughs> but the problem with that is that reality is I don't want to be responsible for where we ultimately go every time we go out, and people yeah. think because of what we do. Yeah. And well, that, that's right. turned into a huge problem. My friends don't want to meet it. They don't want to choose a dinner place. They don't want to choose a lunch no. place because you know I know everything. And yeah. I, and that's more pressure than I want. And so I don't mm-hmm. want to have to go on a date with somebody who goes, so where should we go? 
Yeah, the last two dates I went on, the guy did pick and like he was aware of the fact that he it's almost like he knew like, oh, I'll do it, you know, I'm and sure see back in and press her. But then there was this like and it, they were fine. They were both great. But like there was this level of intensity that didn't need to be there, like them worrying whether or not I thought it was cool enough. Yeah. It's like it's just. Yeah. That, yeah. It's a problem. I'm not at work. Yeah. <laughs> We're just All right. So your favorite dating term of the whole list. Do you oh, have one? I think you, I mean, you're very aware of what mine is. It's absolutely the Riz. Riz. <laughs> I think mine's orbiting just because I think that is cool to have, to not have to say, you know, three sentences like, oh, this person's like, they said they didn't want to date me anymore, but they're still liking my shit. I think that that, that was cool yeah. to make a word for that. I also do think the idea of soft launching is oh, so funny. That's mine. Like, yeah, I think that's so <laughs> hilarious. Like, let me just post a picture of our like hands together, and then people will be wondering, like, who, what is going on? It's not who, my favorite. First of all, who cares? Right. But like, second of all, like, I feel like the fact that they're like, it feels like middle school. Well, they're treating themselves like they're a celebrity. Like, I soft launching. Our I when I read that, I realized how many posts I had seen of people's hands. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's I wonder. So, or like, like the back is somebody's head yeah. it's like sick cut bro like i don't <laughs> what am i looking at here yeah it's it's just it, it feels a little childish that was going to be my favorite that yeah. soft launching just because we i, I, I laugh there. at people all the time when they do stuff like that online and i'll say to my friends who happen to be dating people and i'm like why do you pose that stuff well it makes him or her feel good I'm like just ah! post them <laughs> either do it or don't. That's what I yeah, say. Either, but I don't have an in-between mode. I'm yeah, either do I'm either or don't. all in or all out. Yeah. yeah One or the other. Same. Yeah. Same. <laughs> all right. Well, grab the issue and see what Happy you Happy dating. <laughs> yes. And get your Rizzo. <laughs>